All right, welcome Sorry, to that was Ultra too Chen TV. <laughs> it's Tuesday. It's Tuesday, finally. We did take a break, but we're back now. I'm Ultra David. I'm James Chen. Can you believe season five? Season five? We're starting season five. Hard to believe, in fact. Yes. I didn't really think it would last longer than a couple of years. <laughs> Right. If that, it's just really tough to keep things going. Yeah. And yeah, I don't yeah. know. We've sort of settled into a routine on it now. Yeah. But... I mean, it was harder when we were doing two days. Oh, that was way tougher. Yeah. But now we're doing one day, so yeah. I think it's actually working pretty decently. So. Yeah, 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 for sure. Well, thanks a lot for joining us for our first episode of the year. At the end of last year, we said that you know we didn't have a 2015 year in review at the time, but we were going to do it right off the bat in 2016. Mm -hmm. That is indeed what we're going to do today. So right. we will give out our Whoops. UCTV awards. Not the 2016 awards, which I have written down. Oh, bit early for that. Yeah, I know, right? There bit we go. early. Okay, okay, okay. Hey, man, that'll, oh, be, yeah, that'll be for season six. That's right. Oh, which man. at this pace is you know, a <laughs> decent chance of happening. We'll see. Oh, we'll man. see. So we will talk about our top three for a number of categories. Right. Player of the year. Let me just go through which ones we have. Player of the year, match of the year, fighting game of the year, event of the year, other than evolution. Yes. Mm -hmm. Story of the year, FGC member of the year, newcomer of the year, which could mean, you know, game or player, and not necessarily like a brand new player, but like, right, a, break, right, right, like right. a breakout yeah, yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. thing. Exactly, exactly. So. Um, just so we avoid the, you know, Nemo as Newcomer of the Year award situation. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, exactly, exactly. Then, random select award, which where we just sort of give out... Some, we just want an award to something. We just yeah. really wanted to mention this thing. That's what it and is. And it didn't fit into the, any of the other categories. That's that what have. it is. And then we'll so. mention our own personal FGC resolutions for this coming year. Yep, that's right. So, we're actually going to start... Big first. We're, we're, we're yeah. actually going to go for players first and That's then right. like go down from there. So right. I don't know. Do you want, do you want to just get some, or, or like, so obviously, so one of the things that I, I do want to mention, so, um, we both kind of agreed at the end of last year that we really wanted to try to step a lot of things up. So I have different lighting here, right? Hopefully the microphone sounds a little better. Hopefully it's not as echoey and stuff and forgot to turn off that thing over there which will, might jump on at some point in time. Oh no, hopefully not. Yeah, but hopefully it, it's not as echoey as before. We have a new clear camera. Hope it looks a little more crisp. That will even improve hopefully during once I get a better capture device that will work at 1080p. Oh sick. We've got our little Canon Award here with Look my fake thing. black background that I've taped on there so you can oh, actually see it. Oh wow. <laughs> okay, nice. <laughs> But yeah, and then obviously, like even the overlay has color on it now. So although it looks a little too basketball-y, I, I tried to come up with something that I felt like would be classy looking. So I thought yeah. like a wooden background, and then it looked like a basketball court. Uh -huh. And then I was like, "That's unfair to David." So I put the hockey center, center ice thing on it to kind of blend it. Then it just looked way too sports. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm gonna work on it as we go. Maybe okay. it'll be different later on, soon enough. So. But I gotta tell you, I really like how this all looks here yeah, on your, your yeah. screen at home. I just think it looks nice. It's a yeah. different color, which is yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Good work just, to you. Just want to do some different stuff, try to make things look a little better. So yeah, man. We'll see how it goes. Shout out yeah. to James Chen. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, hopefully everybody's enjoying the new, um, the new 
studio setup. It's the same studio, but yeah. just with diff with better, more professional lighting, which we're kind of blinded by right now. Better cameras. Yeah, and we'll stuff get used like, to it. You know? Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Well, like we said, we're gonna start it off big. We're just gonna jump into player of the year now. It's not like this is just about Street Fighter Four, okay? So yeah, yeah, yeah. in my in my picks, I tried to be a little bit more spready around. Okay, than okay, that. okay. It's interesting. Yeah, my picks are pretty spread out. Okay, so, good. So good. so we're gonna go three, two, one, obviously, of course. right? So um, my picks are definitely kind of interesting. I feel like so. Okay. Well, do you want to start off? Sure. No problem. Right. So for the Player of the Year award, my third place player. Is Kazunoko. Wow, mine is also Kazunoko. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> we have the same list, I'm telling you right now. We have oh my god, list. what if we have the same oh, list? I know, that'd be funny. <laughs> we haven't talked about this in advance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, yeah. So, I mean, the thing about it for me, obviously he won Capcom Cup, right? So he has the biggest payout in Street Fighter history, etc., etc. The thing about it is, it's not like the, the dominating year that Infiltration had. Right. It wasn't the dominating year that Xian had. Right. Maybe not even Momochi, right? Right. So... That's why I really wanted to put him on the list, but I couldn't put him as number one or number two because I felt like two other people outshined him. I had all of the same thoughts even. Then. <laughs> <laughs> so it was it was tough for me because I felt like it was... Uh, anybody in Street Fighter Four between Kazunoko, Daigo, Infiltration, Momochi, Shen, mm -hmm. I thought that they all had really legit... Yeah. You know, chances at being mm -hmm, mm -hmm. one of the best players of the year. I went with Kazunoko because, you know, he just had, you mentioned some of it, he won CEO and Capcom Cup, ninth at Evo and Canada Cup, and then he got top fours at a whole bunch of other majors and right, top right. eight at NCR. It was like he just had a great resume, and a lot of those had a lot of the other top players mm -hmm. at it. Like, I looked at Xian, this is from a very helpful tweet from somebody who said that uh, Xian did really well, but some of the majors that he won didn't have, like, a whole bunch of other mm -hmm. top players there. Right. So, um... <clears throat> That's why I went with Kazunoko in the third spot. <laughs> All right, who'd you go for number two? All right, I, I have, I'm dying to. I'm dying. Nah, to we had the same list. This is gonna be terrible. Uh, <laughs> I had Sonic Fox. I had Sonic. Dang Fox. it! All <laughs> right, all right. We might as well just say it. Obviously, yeah. obviously, we had zero number one. Yes. Uh, okay. Okay. James. So we have. <laughs> We should just conspire next time and just uh, just make the same one, yeah. Because we're gonna have like all the same stuff. Okay, second place, Sonic Fox. Why do you have Sonic Fox at second? I had Sonic Fox at second <laughs> because he continued his domination in Injustice. He never won, he never lost a major in it. Um, he won most of the big Mortal Kombat X right. tournaments. The worst mm -hmm. placing in any major he had in MKX was fourth. Uh, he worst placing he had in any Skullgirls major was second. Right. He even did well in. Dead or Alive. Yes. So it, it seems like for some reason there are fewer of these players nowadays who compete in very different games. Mm -hmm. It seems like there's like Street Fighter players and Marvel players right. and, you know, to some degree anime Air Dasher players, but even mm -hmm. many of them are like Guilty Gear players or right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it seems like there are fewer multi-game players nowadays right. and he's, he's the one who's keeping that up. And, you know, the, the, one of the things that I was thinking, you know, we talk about Kazunoko, $120,000 payout at Capcom Cup, right? Yeah. Well, in a month, Sonic Fox got 100000 right? From 50000 from Evo, 50000 from ESL. Correct. And he was dominant 
for the entire year. Right. You know what I mean? It wasn't like Kazunoko, like we said, where right. he won at the end, didn't quite have that. I mean, yes, he did really well, don't yeah, get me wrong. just didn't win as many. Right, yeah. it wasn't like Sonic Fox, who was yeah. dominating Mortal Kombat the whole entire time. So To be fair, I will say I think Ultra Street Fighter Four is the toughest game uh, to win in, but mm-hmm. um, nevertheless, I, I, just, I think that Sonic Fox is showing... Was uh, was fantastic. Yeah. So. Yeah. Exactly. And, and then, then number one. Zero, obviously. For super. super if you're super, being legit PSM about it, zero, it should be everybody's yeah. number one. Yes. Yes. If you're if you're if you're not going to be like, oh, I'm only counting whatever game players. No. Everybody should have zero <laughs> as number one. TSM zero from uh, who basically played in. I believe I counted. Um, he has like a Smash Wiki page, right? And I counted. 54 or 55 events that he entered. This ranged from majors to weeklies or whatever like that. So I think it was 54. Do you know how many first places he had? Was it like 53? 53. Oh, really? <laughs> he had 53 first place finishes. What, what place was the other one? Second. Second place. Once to Nairo at MLG. Outside of that, he had never finished anything below first place. No one has dominated uh, a game... Like Zero has. The thing in is, opinion. in addition to just his dominance, the other thing that is very impressive to me is that he's not dominating a game. Look, you know I love Mortal Kombat, mm-hmm. but it doesn't get half as many entrants as <laughs> Smash 4 does. Right. Uh-huh. Okay. It's the same for a lot of the games out there. Smash right. 4 gets top three entries in almost every tournament. Um, and so he is winning in a giant field. It's not yeah. like he's winning in a field of 100 people. Um, t- to me, his his year is one of the most impressive ever. I really think that other than that, the closest is maybe like Justin and Marvel 2. Right. But... Mm-hmm. There wasn't as many tournaments. Exactly. Way fewer tournaments, uh-huh. way fewer players. Right. I mean, the one thing I will give Justin credit for is that he had some great players coming after him, but that's not oh, like Zero doesn't have, you know, all these people like yeah. The Buzz and Nairo. There are strong you know, players there. Guys. I mean, there have to be. If there's going to be a thousand people entering a tournament, <laughs> yeah. it's just, and for there to be consistent players, mm-hmm. placers at the top, they have to be good players. Hey, did you even hear, so Genesis 3 is coming up as an event, you know, a Smash Brothers event. They said that their melee entrants are almost breaking EVO numbers. Dang. Like they're actually about to break EVO numbers for, their, for Genesis 3, for, for melee. I mean, the Smash community just keeps growing. Shout out to them. Yeah, so, I, I don't know. That's awesome. Yeah, so Smash is, Smash is buff. <laughs> so, yeah, there you go. So, we had all the same players. I really <laughs> hope that doesn't continue through this list, but we'll see, I guess. <laughs> Alright, so what do we have for the second Alright, the next one up is going to be Match of the Year. Match of the Year. Okay, okay, okay. Cool, cool. What, I went first last time. You may go first this time. Tokido versus Fudo, Ultra Street Fighter 4, mm, Canada Cup Grand okay, Finals. Okay, cool. We have different lists. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. The reason I picked it, I hadn't seen Tokido play like that, maybe ever. Uh-huh. And for him to have been already one of the best players in the world across a host of different games for a decade and a half, mm-hmm. and still to have that level of improvement in his own play in Street Fighter 4, uh, I thought was, was incredible. And that's really the first time that I saw him do it. And he was right, doing it yeah. against... Fudo, who seemed to be at max level as well. And so they just had excellent little mini adaptations. I mean, obviously they've played each other before, but even within that set, little mini adaptations going mm-hmm. on, amazing spacing, uh, amazing timings. Uh, it was a very pressure-filled situation. You knew it mattered a lot to Tokido based on the way he, right. he acted after he, he won it. He was almost in tears. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he was almost in tears. There was a lot on the line. And it was, it was you know, one of the last tournaments before 
Capcom Cup, mm -hmm. so it was like everybody was trying to see, okay, who who has, you know, this tech, these skills, all that sort of stuff. Big moment. Yeah. And uh, he's the one who, or that was the, the match where it happened. Yeah, I know, and it meant so much to him. Someone even in the chat just mentioned that Tokido has had 22 top 8 finishes at EVO, and still, you know, winning that event meant so much to him. This right. guy, he, he has a drive for right. it, so it's, it's, yeah. Okay. All right, my number three match, actually, is at EVO. Okay. Top eight. It was Sleep versus My God in Killer Instinct. Okay. All right. That was, that was, yeah, I saw it. That was good. That match was ridiculous because that match I felt like was just it was it was an awesome hype match. It got the crowd insane. Everyone was really excited about it, and it's actually a really fun match to dissect when you watch it very carefully. So, in case you guys don't know what happened, basically, My God had just a whole bar lead in Killer Instinct over Sleep. And chip damage is not very big in Killer Instinct. So he was sitting there and trying to chip him all day and then like slowly make these approaches. And it's really interesting because I really felt like if my god just kept chose to keep blocking, he would have won that round if he just said, you know what, I'm going to sit there. But the audience started booing him because oh, he was yeah. sitting there a little bit and stuff like that. And... It's kind of interesting because you could almost see the psychology of him breaking down during that match. He mm -hmm. all of a sudden throws out two really, really bad decisions. I see. Like he just dashes up and goes for a super that just whiffs. And then he goes for a counter which just was at the complete wrong time. It was just really interesting. But the way that that happened and how hype like Sleep got and then the next match you could... He kind of made another pseudo-ish comeback and... I don't know, I just felt like it was a really, really good match, and it encompassed a lot of the hype that I feel like that Killer Instinct can bring. So. Okay. So there you go. Okay, alright. Well, my number two, also from Evo, okay. it was Sonic Fox versus Fon uh, Foxy Grandpa. Ooh, okay, okay, good finals. stuff, good stuff. So I picked this because I just thought it was a really good match, on uh, the one uh, hand. Uh, uh. But on the other, it was Sonic Fox playing really well with a character in Katana that... Look, people... I'm sure recall MKX was ripped on as being a game about 50-50s for the first like right. few months. Yeah. Um, and people were even including ripping on Sonic Fox or maybe especially ripping on Sonic Fox. <laughs> he ended up I mean he picked Aaron Black too, but the the Katana pick um and doing well with her, she's just a solid character. Right. She doesn't have mix-ups really. It's mm -hmm. like not her. Um and we had never really seen Sonic Fox do super well with a zoner type, with a footsies type. Not a mix-up character. Um, it was like him, uh, like asserting himself as being solid in everything. Yeah, uh, right. The, the the critique is that Sonic Fox is gimmicky. Yeah, random. He, he has no fundamentals. Exactly, yeah. And and yeah. winning with Katana. So kind he of... did that. But then on top of that, second place at Evo, Foxy Grandpa from the UK. Okay. Right. Zero people picked that to happen. But that is awesome to me because it showed that MKX was more than just a North American game which is what it's everybody's always thought of nrs games as being north american and of course we knew about the european scene and some of them had done well occasionally in north america before but you know there's a lot of sleeping going on right and, right, right. and for half of the winner side of top eight to be from the uk and then one <laughs> yeah. of them to get into grand finals and do really well there i thought right, was awesome right okay cool well uh my number two match was from capcom cup i had to do xian versus kaoma because that match was ridiculous. That match, it was pretty much 
probably the most intense match that was there. Interesting. And it was super close. I mean, literally, maybe three pixels away from having a completely different outcome. Yeah. And Kaoma even talked about it in the very last game. Kaoma goes for the right. anti-air grab, right. misses Gen by like three pixels. Right, yeah. <clears throat> and even Kaoma said, he's like, I thought I was in range that I didn't need to carry it. Right. I didn't even know he had a carry. <laughs> yeah. Frankly, yes. But, you know, uh, um, you know, that match was just ridiculous. It could have changed so much of what was going on. And it yeah. was, Kaoma had been on such a run. Can you imagine if he had sent Shin the loser's bracket, the pandemonium? But uh, it's just it's just one of those matches you just watch. And it's just like your heart is just like beating in your chest. Because yeah. it's like, it's, it's so good. It was such an intense match. So. There were a bunch of matches that I thought about for the top one. Because mm -hmm. um, I thought that there were a bunch that were really... Uh, Close and sort of heartrending. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the one that I went with was uh, Momochi versus Game Review. <laughs> yeah. Okay. In, in Grand Finals at Evo. <clears throat> that I thought that that was about as heartrending as it gets. <laughs> really. I, I mean, and part of it is because of the pause, obviously, and the right, stick malfunction. Right. But uh, I thought that that was as high level play as that game has ever mm. seen. Um, the spacing was such a maximization of Street Fighter Four <laughs> spacing. And then to top it all off, I mean, Bruce had just come from this ridiculous loser's bracket mm -hmm. run, and mm -hmm. uh, he even reset it, and, like, there were individual rounds and games in there where it seemed like he was going to win, and then, oh, no, Mochi's taking right, it over. Right. Like, it was back and forth. Really, really good match. Yeah, I mean, look, if you're going to talk about emotional and heart-wrenching, yeah. you don't have to Did talk. you pick it? Did you pick I it? mean, look, look. I cried... <laughs> For like three hours afterwards, oh, right? So I mean, that's how emotional it was for me. And like I said, and like I, I've, I've explained many times, it's not because Gamer B lost or whatever. You know, yeah. it was just because of you could just tell what all the players are going for. So like, I originally didn't have it as my number one, but it was just like with how much it affected me and just what it meant to me, I guess. You know, and how much uh, passion that I saw in the players playing it, I had. That's what you that. picked too. Yeah, I had to uh, go with that as number one, so I did. Part of I why did. I picked this list was that I, I thought that you would pick Woshige versus uh, Ogawa. <laughs> and I wanted that to be represented on this little list here, and I thought you would do it. Oh, no, no, no. That was actually one of the matches that I had in contention. Okay. But uh, but I, I, I give credit to it. Okay, yeah, places, for sure. So, yeah. <laughs> okay, good, good. <laughs> for sure, so. Okay, well. That's match of the year. Yes. Uh -huh. I mean, some people are mentioning other things like Stunfest with Daigo versus, uh, um, who was it? Um, it was Daigo Momochi who played that one. And again, you know, I mean, a lot of people, that was a great footsies match. That was a great footsies match. A lot of people talk about Daigo's 25 hit combo. But yeah. as I've mentioned many times, the combo was kind of, I felt like was a little irrelevant to the outcome in a weird way because it just wasn't doing Daigo was just styling at that point you know he didn't he, he could it would have been better for him to, it was more strategically sound for him to save the yeah. meter but he was just having fun so that kind of thing probably makes it so that I didn't put it in there so okay I mean I, yeah. clearly it's a very good match yep should, should definitely be in any list of top five or ten you know yeah, it was yeah, really yeah. great yeah. so okay okay well up next is going to be fighting game of the year now, this doesn't necessarily mean new fighting game of the year. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This is just general fighting game of the year. Yes. Uh -huh. 2015, what's your third pick? I went with Guilty Gear Exert. 
Okay. I went with Exert because it had over a thousand entrants at Evo. Yeah. Um, it came out at the same time as the Japan one, practically. You know, only a, a, a month later in December of 2014. And I just felt like it's had a great run this year. Like, it's, it's just been performing well at all the events. The anime, the anime scene has always been kind of like, you know, the redheaded stepchild of fighting game events or whatever like that. But I really feel like Guilty Gear Exert is doing a lot to kind of push them into the into the next echelon here. I, I feel like, especially when Revelator comes out, I feel like it's really going to do a lot for that genre of game. Uh, Persona, I mean, a lot of people say Persona's all but dead already and such, you know. Uh, Blaze Blue, I know, just hasn't been able to attract as many people. Uh, but Guilty Gear, I don't know. Maybe it's the, the history of the game like and stuff like factor, that. Yeah. yeah, but a lot of people are into it. We have a lot of players getting into it. That's I true. see like Dominion talking about it. He's like, that's all he's been playing. He's like, right. my God, this is so fun, right? And then uh, Kelvin and BJ Unchained have talked right. about they're sitting there playing. They're like, why have we not been playing this our right. whole lives? You know, stuff like that. I really feel like Exert is really... And, and it's come out and came out on Steam, right? So it's, it's so on sick. Steam. So I just feel like... It has such a potential, like it had a great year this year, and it has a real strong potential to stay very, very relevant in 2016. Okay. Um, my number third is Mortal Kombat X. Okay. That, this is my favorite new game of 2015. Mm -hmm. um, it's the game that I played the most in 2015. Okay. Uh, of any, I was thinking about which games have I played the most in 2015. Definitely it's MK, um, mm -hmm. by a significant margin. Uh, I really like the game. I really like characters. Gameplay, I think, is fantastic. Mm -hmm. It's not number one or two for me, and it's because <laughs> of the other stuff. <laughs> right. Okay. So yeah, my, yeah. my third place is simultaneously a yay, good job, pat on the bat, and also a diss, because yeah. you didn't mm -hmm. get first or second place because the online is horrible. Uh, the PC version, the PC was, version was terrible. Just the release. Yeah. Awful. Uh -huh, uh -huh, Awful. Uh -huh. yeah. Um, a lot of stuff went wrong. The patching, overpatching, mm -hmm. um, a lot of stuff went wrong. I still, and probably always will, wonder what could have been. I know, right? But, oh well. Great game! <laughs> the gameplay, I love it. But, uh, you know, the rest. For sure, uh, I could have done sure. with that. So. Uh, number two for me is Smash Brothers Brawl. Um, the game, not Brawl, Smash Brothers 4, sorry. I always do that. I always do that. I keep calling I it like, Brawl. What? I keep calling it Brawl. Smash, I even wrote down Brawl too on this thing. Oh, Smash no. Brothers Wii U. Smash Brothers Wii U. I really wish they called it like Smash Brothers Fracas or something like that. Yeah, it would have yeah, made yeah. it a lot easier. <laughs> sorry. Smash uh, Wii U. Yeah. Smash Wii U. Because yeah. um, when it came out, there's a lot of doubters and such. You sure. know, a lot of people weren't expecting it to do as well as Melee, etc. And, you know, not only has it succeeded in the tournament scene where it had more entrants at Evo, you know, and such, etc., etc. But, dude, what they're doing with, like, the character releases mm. and, like, you know, putting freaking. Ryu in the game and Cloud in the game and yeah. all that stuff like that. Yeah. I've said it on Twitter. The game is a walking video game museum for all companies that let them do it. Konami. For sure. <clears throat> but, dude, the game is just... It's such a cool game and it's doing really, really well. A lot of players are still playing it and uh, I just... I feel like it has a lot of legs and I can't wait to see how it goes as it continues forward once characters like Bayonetta 
you know, and 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 Cloud come. Well, Cloud is out, but once he gets more play in the tournaments and such like that, so I see a lot of long life for that, and I, I think that's great for the Smash scene because. You know, as great as Melee is, you know, if you're going to play a game that's 20 years for the... I, don't, I just don't know, like... I feel like we're going to run out of CRTs on the planet at some point in time. <laughs> Unless they make a Melee HD, you know what I mean? Yeah, right, so, yeah. so it's just good that the success of Smash Wii U can be a message to Nintendo. Keep making these games and look, the competitive scene is important for your franchise. Okay. Okay. Uh, my second place was Street Fighter. Okay. Three, third Strike. And third Strike? Okay. The reason that, I, that I'm saying that is because there was a period of time during the year where I just didn't want to do fighting games. <laughs> and that's happened a couple of times uh -huh. um, in my fighting game career. But it really happened strongly for a while this year. And the way that I got back into it was Third Strike. Interesting. It's just okay. a game I really like. And, and by picking this, I don't necessarily mean like... Third Strike, you said everybody should play it, although you probably should. But <laughs> instead, it's that there are a lot of people who don't necessarily like new games. That always happens. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Mean, yeah. Uh, and something uh -huh. I've been thinking about a lot, especially with Street Fighter V coming out, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and Street Fighter Four players or whoever else not wanting to pick it up and wanting to stick with their mm -hmm, own game. Mm -hmm. You should. You should always stick with your own game, because it's going to be what sort of keeps you involved. Right. Even if you don't love the stuff that's new, you can always find stuff to play. Um, mm -hmm. You can always find people to play that stuff with. There's always somebody who will play Third Strike or whatever your game yeah, is. Dude, Mondo, I think, just recently streamed like two Third Strike lobbies at the same time yeah, on the I same saw that. screen. Yeah, I saw that. And at yeah. NEC, um, you know, Nika was, was streaming and uh, there were, I mean, look, obviously not a ton of viewers, but it was like more than, than there had been. Mm -hmm. So there are people who are working to develop that scene, but it's the same way with a lot of old, old yeah, game yeah, yeah, scenes, yeah, so sure. shout-outs to old games for keeping people in the scene when you don't want to play something new <laughs> and you feel like you're burned out. <laughs> that's what you can do to, to stay back into it. Okay. So. Okay. There you go. Cool. All right, well, James Chen. My number one game. Yeah. Did I did? Yeah, okay, number yeah. one game, same as last year. Okay. Ultra Street Fighter 4. Okay. I picked Ultra Street Fighter 4 because... Honestly, F the haters. I mean, I, I think the game is fantastic. Okay. I think that it had such a great year. And to close out this game in such a way at Capcom Cup for bringing us to this point. And not only that, but let's face it. We had a top six. We had a top thirty-two at Capcom Cup, where everyone was like, "Oh, it's just gonna be an Elena fest," <laughs> and none of that yeah. happened. Yeah. And we had the best character variety. We had players from all over the world. There's just no other game, in my opinion, that has that power, that potential to bring that many players from everywhere around the planet to play one game and to give us this kind of event. And so. Again, I know a lot of people have jumped on this, like, Street Fighter 4 sucks, like, bandwagon. A lot of people have been dissing it with Street Fighter 5 on the horizon and such like that. But, honestly, I feel like years to come, when we look back, it's still going to be one of the more favorited games among a lot of the community. Because it is so balanced, and it brought a lot... Like, as convoluted and bloated as the game might be, you know, it's still not as bloated as a lot of other games, right? But two, it really kind of was an interesting point that because it was so bloated, we got good at finding option selects. Because of that, we've got good at finding, you know, 
all these different kind of techniques and stuff like that allowed us to gain, uh, like even as scientists, I felt like Street Fighter 4 opened up enough that we all got better at fighting games because it had so much stuff in the game. You know what I mean? It, it increased our critical thinking. So I, I just feel like that game deserves one last year of praise from me. So. Okay. Yeah, I think certainly when it comes to you know, most impactful games in the fighting game community, that's right up near the top at least, mm -hmm. if not the top, so for sure. Anyway, I picked the same game. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. um, even though I'm definitely burned down on it, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, I'm mm -hmm. looking forward to it not being the main game, to be perfectly frank. For at least a while, I'll probably get back into it as tends right, to happen, right, right. But, but certainly for at least a while that's true. It's just that it's the biggest game. Uh, it gets the most views. Right. It has the most um, on the line, I guess. I mean, it's right, just... Right. it's. It's bigger and more popular in a way that uh, is, is pretty noticeable, I think. And that's enough, I think, to give it the, the game of the year, yeah. really. That's all it is. I mean, even gameplay aside, and uh, not to rag on the gameplay too much. I'm just a little bit burned out on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think uh, you're right about a lot of its positives. Mm -hmm. um, it's just that the, the sort of the scene size for it, uh, I think, is why it should be a game of the year. Yeah. I mean, look, I'm not going to sit here and try to pretend it's like... A really great fighting game and flawless and everything but all of our favorite fighting games are flawed beyond all oh, reasons yeah, yeah. so I can talk about the flaws of Street Fighter 4 till the cows come home but I still recognize what makes it a good game I hear you know what I mean so yeah I hear you okay yeah. well those are our game of, uh, games of the year so up next do you want to take a break or do you want to oh, just keep going that's, that makes sense yeah okay. let's take a break okay. so when we come back we're gonna do Event of the Year, Story of the Year, FGC Member of the Year, Newcomer of the Year, Random Select, and Personal FGC Resolutions for 2016. That's right. We'll be right back. Alrighty, welcome back to the Tuesday Show. We're still doing our 2015 Year Interview, and we're going to jump over now to Event of the Year. That's right. So, you go first. It's my turn? Yes. It's your Combo turn. Breaker yes. was my number three. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I've always really liked UFGT, and it's definitely the successor to UFGT. Mm -hmm. But on top of that, um, a lot of the games had really good matches. And there's always cool stuff going on at UFGT slash Combo Breaker. Um, you can play a lot of different games. There's always fun little sections that you can go to. Um, they really do a good job, I think, of catering to the players. Mm -hmm. um, it's sort of like this mix between uh, efficient, which it definitely is, it's efficient, mm -hmm. Definitely they run on time. And also, like, very grassroots feeling. I feel like it does a great job of mixing the two. Like, it's not some big spectacle. You know what I mean? Um, so I really, really like that. And I also really like hanging out with Chicago guys. So yeah, it's yeah. a big part of it for me as well. I mean, just everything that I've heard, had I gone, I, I bet you it would have been up here. <laughs> unfortunately, I didn't go to Combo Breaker. So um, uh, unfortunately, I, I don't have it in my top three. Hopefully that'll be rectified this year. Okay. But uh, my number three is actually kind of a cheat. It's a tie between a bunch of events. Yeah, okay. Right? And the reason why is because I made it a tie between Frosty Faustings, NEC, CE, Otaku, etc. Oh, good stuff. Because I, like I really, really love what the anime community has done this year. I really feel like they've stepped it up a lot. Before, they really were this group that sat around and was like, why don't TOs do this for us? Why don't TOs do yeah. us for do that for us? Okay. And 
and now they're traveling to all the events because that was one of the problems. They didn't travel to a lot of the events, but NEC had great numbers for all the games. Uh, Frosty Faustings did really well. A bunch of the events did really well for the anime games and such. So they're traveling more. They're also creating a lot more content, etc. Like that. I just I I really like what I saw from that, and so I it's kind of one of the reasons why I expect Exerd to do super well next year because <clears throat> I feel like the community that that anime community has gotten really strong cool. and so i, I had like to, i had to give that award tied to all of their participation that's a good pick i kind of wish i had thought of that so <laughs> okay well my number two is the capcom cup okay um it was a spectacle yes. right it was definitely a spectacle and the matches were awesome um the reason i don't have it at number one is because i it's not like a i guess it's not what i think of when i think of an event yeah I you know what i mean like it's not it's a it's a show maybe mm-hmm. It's a tournament, obviously, but it def- it's not like at the other events that I'm that I've mentioned and that you also mentioned. I'm mm-hmm, sure mm-hmm. Um, a lot of other stuff to do. Other games are going on. Um, you know, there's arcade rooms there or whatever. A lot of people are hanging out. Last multiple days, you know, you hang out at night. There's this whole like experience to it. It's like the whole different stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That um, I didn't think Capcom Cup had, and I mm-hmm. think it's unlikely that it will develop. But yeah. for for what it was, I thought it was good and i that's why i have it at second place because um i mean i just i really liked all the effort that was put into it yeah um there were some things that i would like to change about it but i thought that in general it went really really well yeah i mean part of it also was that it was at the sony playstation experience so you know they had to you know it wasn't as much of like an open fgc kind of thing right yeah i I should clarify by the way when we say event of the year this is excluding evo yes other than evo yeah because evo will be number one because evo is always number one it's always (laughs) number one right yeah so uh we just excluded it to give a lot of the other ones a fair shake uh, I didn't include Capcom Cup kind of for the same reason, yeah. but then also because, as you said, it, it's less like an event, more like an exhibition, yeah. a show kind of thing. So I wanted to give credit to a lot of the other events, cool, right? Cool, cool. So second I actually put down was Canada Cup 2015. Okay, nice. Because it, w- it went really well. It was super... You mentioned the Fudo Tokido match. Yes. It was super good. There were so many good players there. And I just felt like I had to also give it credit for... Lapchi taking it to Toronto, having it finally, you know, him not go into the red at these events yeah, and stuff yeah, like sure. that, you know. So just overall as an event, I felt really good about it and it was just really cool, had a great atmosphere to it, and uh, I really enjoyed myself there. So Okay, well my number one is CEO. Mm, CEO okay, 2015. Okay, okay. Yeah, I just thought all around it was the best. It had like the best combination of of uh, like sort of FGC grassrootsy feeling, <laughs> but at the same time, a spectacle. And yeah. at the same time, the pool party, etc. But the matches as well, I thought were awesome. I just thought in general it was like fantastic. Like it was cool to hang out there. It was cool to not, when we weren't commentating, it was cool to like walk around and play stuff. Yeah. Which things were yeah. available there to play, um, including SF5, but uh, other stuff as well. And um, to hang out with people there, it's sort of the the... The area around it is all built up now, so there's all these restaurants right there. It's just, to me, it was the best, like, all around. Oh, man. Those matches were sick, too. And, like, not just in Street Fighter. A lot of, a lot of good stuff going on. I, Maybe I, not the Tanya show, but other than that, it was fantastic. Know, I don't know if my brain kind of lumped CEO with, like, the... I just completely blanked out on CEO. Because you, you're right. CEO yeah. was an amazing event, and I didn't yeah. have it in my list. 
Uh, I actually wanted to do a surprise pick for number one here. Okay. I actually chose the Master Cup 8 as the number one event, the Tekken 5v5 tournament Okay, I like Japan. it. Because, one, Tekken 7 is a beautiful freaking game, right? And two, I just love the fact that they flew out Mark Mann and Eris to do commentary for that, to give the English commentary. Yeah. Dude, it had... It was like over a thousand players playing Tekken all on this five v five teams, and I. It was the, one of the only tournaments that I stayed up that late watching. Right. I got hooked into it so much, and I just kept watching it. And the stories were good. The the Korean versus Japanese storyline and stuff that like cool. that. So, again, I just, uh, you know, I felt like Tekken Seven just looked so good at that event. And I really, really enjoyed it. And I wanted to give credit because they had awesome production value yeah. and all these things yeah. like that. So I'm excited for Tekken 7 for 2016. I think it has some Me too. big potential. So. I thought about picking Tekken 7 for my game of the year. But uh -huh. at the same time, it's like not really out in <laughs> much of the world. Right. Yeah, 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 so yeah. I thought, uh, I'm not sure if I could, yep. should say that yet. Makes um, sense, though. Oh, yeah, that's right. Eris wasn't flown out for Master Cup. He was flown out for the King other one. Fist, yeah. Mark Man was there. Yeah, Mark, Mark was there. Mark was there. Was yeah, there yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was Spooky. That's who the other one yeah. was. Yes, thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. So. Somebody asked about DreamHack. Uh, not DreamHack. Uh, Red Bull Kumise. And the reason I didn't pick it was because it was a single game thing. And mm -hmm. the only single game thing that I picked was Capcom Cup, which was like right, right. a Red Bull Kumite like, times a lot mm -hmm. IMO. Yeah. Um, other than that, I just I wanted to pick... So, obviously, I'm a little bit biased because in North America, I only get to go to certain events. Right. And it's important to me, not just that, like, it be fun to watch, but, like, that the event be good. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, it would suck to go somewhere that had good matches and people at home on the stream are watching and they're all having a good time, but it's, like, assy at the event, you know? Like, no, that would not be a top three event. So, yeah. that's, that definitely, those two things definitely influence my, mm -hmm. my yeah. votes. Yep. To the extent that these I are agree. votes. So. <laughs> Okay. All right, all right. Well, up next is going to be story of the year. Yeah, so this is just like a, a, an overarching theme of the year, yes. right? So uh, is it my turn to go first? Yes, it is. Um, for number three, it kind of continues what I was talking about, not just with the anime community, but my third place story is the communities are really stepping up right now. Okay. And I really like that because Capcom Cup, you know, everyone talks about Capcom Cup and everything like that, but the anime community has really stepped it up. I already talked about that, right? Yes. Let's talk about the Marvel community. Right. Right? You know, with Kinder Party and Persia and all those guys doing the Marvel Lives podcast and all this stuff like that. Sure. They're doing all these, like, bounties and first to tens and everything like that. They've really stepped it up, right? Killer Instinct community has this, you know, just this month in San Antonio in Texas, they're having their, they're basically, um, you know, KI Cup, the right. Grand Championship for $30,000. That's at the end of this month. That's the end of this month, yeah, exactly. So uh, even DOA, they've been trying to keep promoting their games and, you know, had all the events and, and Big E really stepped up to try to help DOA and stuff like that. I just, I see that a lot of the companies now are recognizing how, and a lot of the communities in general are just recognizing that, you know, it's really about building it up in-house and building a strong foundation to get your game bigger. And I saw that trend very consistently in 2016. So that's my number three story. Okay. <laughs> I pitched doing a worst of 2015. <laughs> uh -huh, uh -huh. And uh, we decided not to, but if we had, right up there would have been 13-0. <laughs> Since there's no worst, I decided to put it on top stories. Okay, okay, okay. Look, it's hilarious. It's 
hilarious. Yes. Nobody's ever lost a first to ten by 13. <laughs> it's never happened. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, and it just was full of, of just cringingly hilarious oh, stuff. Dude, the microphone, the microphone thing stuff. after the 10-0 that Big E prodded on yeah. was, oh my god. It was like one of those things, like my friend once told me a long time ago, he can't watch shows like American Idol because he, he, he's uncomfortable watching cringy things. Right. And that's kind of how I felt when I was watching the microphone situation with Carl afterwards. Yeah, it's it was... like, it's like you know that movie Meet the Parents. Yeah. Like, the whole movie, you're like, oh no, Ooh, no, but it's still very funny. Yeah. That's how, that's how it was. Yeah. That's how it was. Uh -huh. I feel bad for Carl because I like him and he's he's a buddy of mine, mm -hmm. but man. That did not go well at all. <laughs> <laughs> like classically, right? Badly. Uh, uh -huh. um, and I, honestly, whoever came up with perfect one three legend oh, is like a genius. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and and unfortunately, he's gonna have to live with that for the rest of his life. Now, Indeed. So yeah. Indeed. Well, that's my number one story. <laughs> number three number, story. My yeah, first. Yeah, 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 yeah. Talk okay, three. Okay. My second story was actually the increase in player interaction with developers. Ah. Um, I was really impressed with what everybody did this year. The Street Fighter V beta, yeah, that opened up a lot of people going like, why did you nerf my character? Dude, we never even had these opportunities before, right? And so I feel like it was such a cool thing that they did that for us. Rising Thunder Alpha? It was an alpha, and it was available for everyone to play. Yeah. You know, the Mortal Kombat uh, combat casts were very interactive with the players as well. Um, Tekken 7, remember when they had the beta, and, and, and uh, Harada was like, I'll let them stream the beta. That's like, true. They never did that before. No, you're right. You yeah. know, all these things. So, again, it's kind of on that same theme. It's just the developers recognizing how important this community is to the success of their game. And so I just felt like that was such a, a trend shift, and I hope to see it continue. I like it. Yeah. I think that's a good list. Mm -hmm. That's a good uh, number two there. Mm -hmm. So my number two is underrepresented but strong international scenes. Mm, in in okay. areas that you might not expect if you don't follow the games closely. Um, thinking of European Mortal Kombat X. Mm -hmm. Not just the UK guys. They have good players in Germany and, and Greece and all over the place. Russia has strong players, it turns out. And like I said earlier, like we knew that they played, and sometimes, occasionally, some of them had come over to North America and like done well at EVO even, but mm -hmm. not you know, top eight. Um, it was just thought of as North American game and like occasionally some other people play it. But like those guys were there. Even um, Tony from Australia was brought out for the uh, ESL <laughs> right. tournament. You know what I mean? That's right. That's it was, right. And Ryan Hart was there. Like, it, it, I thought that was really cool. But anyway, it's not just MKX. Brazilian Street Fighter Four represented, obviously with Kaoma, but uh, other players as well. Um, Chilean Marvel and Smash. Smash. <laughs> that's right. Yes. How about that? Yes. Two Evo winners from uh -huh. Chile this year. That's right. Uh, as many as the U.S. had. That's right. Uh, even Japanese Killer Instinct. Yeah, they have, they okay. have a good scene there. Like, there's all these scenes that you might not like expect or know about. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Jap Japan has a good Marvel scene. You right. know what I mean? There, there's not that many people left, but they have some very, very strong players. Right. right. So I just think that that's really cool. And uh, no, I like it, that. It's, I like that. I mean, it's 
presumably they've always been there. I mean, it's silly to think that it's a brand new phenomenon, but I feel like there there was more of that international splash this year than there has right. been in many, many years uh, previously. Okay, cool. Uh, my number one story of the year is basically a story of stories, I guess. I don't know. Okay. It's basically how much the FGC went viral this year. Oh, interesting. You know, so we had so many different things happen and the FGC mentioned in more different unusual ways than we ever imagined, right? So one of the first ones was K. Brad's entrance at CEO, right? That went viral to the point where the stewardess on the plane was like, weren't you in an internet video? You know, I mean, to K. Brad <laughs> on the plane. And yeah. he was like, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, obviously, the Ogawa Woshige moment. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, that's been on ESPN like seven times in, yeah. like, in all these different shows and stuff like that, right? Um, the WWE stuff. Right. Xavier Woods and now Kenny Omega. Right. Did you see the latest video where he threw the Cody Rock? And made the little Cody sound? Yeah, he went, ha ha. Yeah, exactly. And then, you know, Xavier Woods talking about Evo and final round during a match and right. such like that. You know, and then both of them have now been on Excellent Adventures, right. you know. Jamie Lee Curtis tweeting all about it. There's been, even, there was even another video that just came out like last week of her talking about Evo even more. Like, she was like, oh yeah, I cosplay as Vega, and I did right, all right, this, right, you right, know, right. it's just, like, there's, the fighting game community is just getting mentioned in a lot of different places now, and I think that's super cool, and, and, and that's, that's what it's gonna take. A lot of people are like, oh, you know, they're just little, you know, flash in the pan kind of things like that, but it's like how advertising works. When you go to the, when you, when you're sitting at home and your shower clogs, you have to go to the store and buy something. You walk over there and you see like seven brands, five right. of them that you've never heard of, two of them that you've seen on TV. Right. It's not like when you saw the commercial for Liquid Plumber, you're like, I gotta go buy Liquid <laughs> right. Plumber. But it just gets in your head so right. that when you're at the store, you're like, I've heard of this one. I feel safe for buying this yeah, one. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's, that's how advertising works, right? But now on ESPN, they've mentioned, the word Evo has been mentioned in so many different places now that I feel like, you know, it will seem less weird to people as it keeps spreading, you know, and, and that to me is really key for the growth of the FGC. Mine is related, I would say. Okay, okay. Mine is, guess what? We're eSports now. <laughs> <laughs> guess what? We're <laughs> <laughs> <Or> eSports. <laughs> First of all, I've accepted that word, yeah. and I'm trying not to be a jerk about it. Yeah. Uh, so... I guess literally we're esports, but other than that, that's that was one of the things I was going to mention uh -huh, was that uh -huh. there's all this extra buzz. But even on top of that, look at the monies involved in yeah. Capcom Cup, ESL, yeah. King of Iron Fist, and Tekken Crash. Money from Microsoft. Mm -hmm. Even Arc System Works is throwing a thing. Yeah. Even they are. Um, it's everybody's doing it now, and yeah. everybody's trying to. All the developers are in. The publishers are in. Mm -hmm, um, we're getting bigger numbers on streams and mm -hmm. many more entrants and all of those things and um, <laughs> it's esports, man. Uh, you know, I keep saying that we're not esports yet, but you no, know. it's it's happened. It was last year. Uh, yeah, I'm still in like half denial right now. So. It was last year. Look, I, I'll tell you. I'll tell you when I first realized it. Now, maybe when it was sealed in my mind, because I had been thinking about it for a while. It's when 
in December, I was at an event where uh, I was introduced to the crowd as being one of the commentators by walking through a sliding door <laughs> that slid up that itself was a screen on which was projected a fighting game character. That's when I was like, this is definitely esports. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Okay. That's it. <sighs> FTC member of the year? Sure, let's move on. Alright, uh, so now you start first, right? Because you went last just now, so you go first now. Yeah, that makes sense, I guess. Okay, okay. Um, my number three is Matt D. Matt okay, Dahlgren. Okay, okay. From the Capcom. Now, he, I don't remember if we've listed him before, because we've done this for a few, few yeah, years Yeah, I, I had him as number one last year. You did, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, I wanted to have him because, you know, the Capcom Cup and it, that stuff is definitely a big part of... Before you move on, okay. do you want further proof that we're esports now? Sure. Oh my god. This is the esportsiest thing of all time. No, it's upside down now. There we go. This is the esportsiest thing that could possibly... No, seriously, shoutouts to... This, if you can't tell what this is, this is a print that's made... It's, you're supposed to hang it on the wall. It's a piece of art. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> this was... I didn't know about this. I just got these today. Chris Seglia made these for us and sent us both one copy of this. I have one too photo so yeah now as something that we can hang on the wall <laughs> this is how esports we are ladies and gentlemen oh there you go yeah yeah there you i'm go. glad you found a picture where we don't look gross That's my nice. hair is only my yeah oh, i actually wanted to do the one of my random awards i wanted to be my shark hair but it's <laughs> I, I, I couldn't it doesn't even matter it's yeah. like barely noticeable <laughs> <laughs> oh man <laughs> Anyways, continue with anyway, your FGC member, Matt, Matty, Matt Dahlgren. Matty D. Yes, um, yes. All, all the things that Capcom is doing right now with respect to the community are, are from him, um, mm -hmm. ultimately. Because, you know, he's, he, he was a big reason why, or I don't know the exact story, maybe he had directly hired them, but in any case, Haunts is there now, yeah. Combo Fiend is there now, Harrison is there now. Mm -hmm. um, they work with other people in the FGC very, very regularly, and so they, they sort of keep everybody in there, but in doing that, like, how valuable have those people been? Hans, like, developed Capcom Cup. It's a huge, huge <laughs> yeah. part of it. Uh -huh. um, they've been working with Mike Ross in the Twitch side of things. Dude, he, he, he put, he, yeah, he brought Combo Fiend on as, like, the, co the community manager, and now Combo Fiend is, like, helping to balance Street Fighter V. He has a different title now. Yeah, he, like, yeah, yeah. they can move uh -huh. them around, but he's in there because of Matt. Yeah. Um, but it's not even just the Capcom thing. It's that I feel like what he did there has been a big influence on the other developers and publishers mm -hmm. that we've been talking about who are now indeed taking a big stronger role yeah. with the community and i feel like that's sort of you can trace that back up to a former smash player matt d <laughs> former smash player that's, that's right. true uh my number three uh, goes to a duo okay even though they don't work with directly with each other but I, I gave it to Malice's Godlike and mm. the Ace King offsuit. I like it. Um, Malice's Godlike, of course, is the man behind FGC Calendar, which has been invaluable for us and for everybody. I mean, that thing is chock full of like every event possible. Ace King offsuit is the one who puts up all those nice little um, schedule graphics, including time zone differences. And yeah. he always makes two. He makes one for here's the stream schedule and here's for the game and which stream they're going to be on. 
There's just two of the most, invalu most invaluable resources. Ace King Offsuit has, of course, also gone on to write articles for uh, Daily Dot now and such. So um, I'm just really happy for them. And I, you know what? It takes guys like those guys doing hard work to help bring the community to another place. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, that I give my uh, third place award for them. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, my second was actually also a duo. Oh, really? But they do work together. Okay. Um, it's Tom and Tony Cannon. Oh, okay, now, okay. obviously they've been running Evo for a long, long time, and mm -hmm. that's a big part of it, and they should still get a lot of recognition for that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But on top of that, they're now on the developer side. That's right, okay. okay. With Rising Thunder, and I thought that those two things really, like... I, I wanted to highlight it, I guess, because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they're doing more, I think, for the FGC than almost anybody. It's not just the fact that they run the biggest tournament of the world. Mm -hmm, it's, mm -hmm. it's the fact that they're now trying to make a game that they want to play and that they think other people would want to play, and um, that's not easy. So I, I really wanted to recognize that. I think yeah, that's awesome. It has nothing to do with the fact that they gave us this nice, shiny award. <laughs> no, but that's a good pick. That's a good pick for sure. There you so, go. Okay. Uh, my number two is actually, um, I mean, I'll name one person in particular, which is Michael Martin, who writes for Red Bull. Yeah. But I kind of want to give it to the entire Red Bull staff. Okay. Because I just feel like they have been doing so much. You know, we talked about the, the FGC going viral. I purposely kind of left out mentioning Red Bull cultivation. Right. Which is like the greatest thing documentary like in fighting game history in my opinion so for, well not i mean just like for for people who aren't familiar with the game and for for current times because bang the machine is pretty amazing i'm, I'm not gonna lie <laughs> um but you know what red bull has done because not only just michael who's been writing all those casuals articles and all that stuff like that right it's also you know we've been interviewed by a lot of the guys at uh, capcom cup at evo and such and they're just doing such a great job bringing the FGC into the the public eye. And I really had to give them credit for that because it's not even just that they're doing it because it's like a paycheck for them. It's because they genuinely love it. You know, I've told the story many times now that, you know, the guys who interviewed me at Evo, they were just like, dude, we want to do this because it gave us an excuse to get flown here on, on Red Bull's time, you know, because <laughs> they just love watching the stuff. So, you know, shout outs to them. You can tell by their co content that they love the FTC, and I think that's super important. I am definitely with you on that. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, by the way, it's not just Tom and Tony yet who are making that game. It's Seth Killian is working there, and of course mm -hmm. he was a big presence at Evo. Yeah, yeah, There's other people, like Pat Flip is there. Yeah, community Madge. Madge. Yeah. Combo, yeah. you know. Combo, combo maker, yeah, yeah, combo vid, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how many people know him nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we, I just retweeted that Street Fighter Ryu combo video. That's his stuff. That's so he's a technical marvel. He's exactly the kind of person you need to put on a fighting game to work on a fighting game. Like him, NKI, Desk. Those are the kind of guys that you need to put on. They're the ones that sit in the lab and find all the broken stuff because they will find all the broken I stuff. I hear you. So. Yep, yep. <laughs> Um, my number one, I'm going, it's my, my turn, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh -huh. My number one is Rick. Rick, the dude who runs Combo Breaker, the dude who, uh, helps Jabaley organize, the dude who helped run or ran Yumicon, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and a whole bunch of other events. Mm -hmm. The guy who designs for many of those events, mm -hmm. things that show up on t-shirts and the like, also for Evo, um, the guy who runs, uh, or takes 
streaming seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy who uh, just in my in my view does basically everything. He's he really... even like is a good player and almost got <laughs> you know top eight in a couple of majors. Yeah, so. Ki at Evo, yeah, he yeah, almost yeah. got top eight, right? Yeah. And he also is in charge. I mean, I I heard he's like one of the people helping a lot with the the Ki Cup that's coming up. Right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 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 Okay. So I just I feel like he does all the things. Um, I always want to highlight the people who are in the background a little mm-hmm. bit who might not get that yes. sort of uh, uh-huh. shine. We talked about Seg last yeah, year, if exactly. I recall correctly, uh, exactly. correctly for Seglia. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mentioned on my tournaments of the year, events of the year, CEO and Combo Breaker. And while I was putting those two on there, I was like, there's a common thing. <laughs> To these yeah. two, I really like them both, and it's and it's really it's interesting because he he's been helping with CEO for a while. Yeah. You know, it's, it hasn't even just been this last year. He's been helping out for a little bit. You know, Jabali just you know sucks up all the glory and stuff. Like That's that. uh, not inaccurate. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I, I always have to give I have to give shit to Jabali. So yeah. Um, but yeah, Rick, aka the Hado, right? Yeah. Do we even know how to pronounce his last name? Uh, theater, I assume, theater? but I'm not sure. Okay. Well, not my sure number one is Rick. The Hado Theater. Oh, that was your number one, really? <laughs> That's my number Sick. one as well. It was my number one. Although, if, I mean, if I, I all, while driving home, I rearranged the order in the email I sent to myself. He wasn't, but it wasn't because of you. Okay. I, I had already moved him to number one. Fair enough. Um, yeah, for all the same reasons that you mentioned. He's another one of those guys that is making the FGC turn. He is one of the guys behind the scene who is doing so much for the community, and a lot of people don't know that, just like Seglia uh, last year, you know. And so he deserves absolutely as much credit as he could, as we can possibly give him. Um, I just, ex- and it's great because like even with Combo Breaker, he's been a little, you know, he's talked to us about it. He's trying to do crazy big things, different things. He's trying new stuff. He's he really wants to take it to the next level, and he's the kind of guy who can actually get it there. Yeah, I think do it. I think the experimentation side of it, I think, is one of the most important mm-hmm. things uh, that that he does. Um, dude, the the couch at CEO Taku where the commentator <laughs> sat, right? Come on, so good, genius. Yeah, and there's a lot of stuff like that this year. Yeah, and by the way, you know, when we talk about FGC Member of the Year, we mean that as non-player. So, you know, I just want to clarify that for people who aren't clear with that. So right, yeah, we're so not, not going to talk about because we already had a player of the year. So yes. this is just people who are behind the scenes doing good stuff. So Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool, man. Okay. Good list. All right. Newcomer of the year. Again, this is not just people who are th- or things who are brand new. It's <clears throat> games, players, etc. who may be new, but maybe also they've been around, but they had a breakout year. Right. Uh-huh. And like you said, it doesn't have to be a person. It could be anything. Anything. Right? So my number three, I really wanted to give it to a real, true breakout player, newcomer. Okay. So I just, this was very recent. I gave it to Lost Soul. Oh, that makes sense. You know, who yeah. played in his very first tournament in Guilty Gear right. and won. Right, that's ridiculous. With Elfelt. Yeah. And then won, like, NLBC the next week and such. So, um, it's, like I said, this is very relatively recent. Right. But he's he's basically what every the Guilty Gear community described him as the smug of Guilty Gear. Yeah. That guy who played online and blew everybody up and then went to a tournament and blew everybody up. So to me, I really wanted to put a real newcomer on there. I felt like he was a good pick for that. So I like it. Lost Soul is my number three. I like it. Um, my number three is Mortal Kombat X. Ooh, okay, okay. Yeah. I mean, we talked about this mm-hmm, before, mm-hmm. basically why I like the game. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not number one or number two. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's that compliment dis again, yes. right? Yeah. Okay. Exactly right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Could have been super important. For mm -hmm. for two months there, a lot of people were playing MK and they got mm -hmm. a lot of entrance. Right. Between basically like May and June, more mm -hmm. or less April. Uh, a lot of people were playing that game and it seemed like and in fact for a while it was the final game of that's, a yeah, few tournaments. That's right, it was that's like right. the the one that they closed out with because there were just so many people playing and mm -hmm. watching it. But, uh, you know, obviously that uh, didn't last. Yeah. So <laughs> maybe if people could play against each other, it would last. But, yeah. <laughs> maybe if they, could, if they could go longer than a week without right, having to right. find out what's changed, they yeah. would. Anyway. My number two is Rising Thunder. Ah. So I gave it to Rising Thunder because it is a new entry in the fighting game. But it's not just a new entry in the fighting game. It's they're really trying something very different. Yeah. And they're trying to go this free-to-play route with no no commands and stuff like that. And this is me speaking as a person who likes execution. I, I really do like what they're trying to do. And there's still execution in the game. Like, they still have the kinetic advance combos and, you know, little... There's still some, you know, tough links to get in that game and stuff like that. So they're trying to remove that barrier of the control entry and, 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 you know, produce this game that a lot of different people can play. Uh, I'm really curious to see how it's going to do when it comes out and how it can affect the landscape. But we have had lots of stories already of people who are like, this is the first fighting game I felt like I've ever been able to play. And so I That's feel true. like this is a really important entry into the fighting game scene. And again, if I had my way, every game would be in every major. It's it's tough, and it's a crowded scene. Yeah. And, you know, it's tough for me to honestly be like, I'm glad we have a new franchise, because then I just know that just means more headbutting and stuff like that. But I feel yeah. like that this one kind of has an important role, so I, I gave it to Rising Thunder. Sick. All right, my number two. My turn right now. Mm -hmm. yeah. Keoma. Oh, okay. okay. From Brazil. Okay. Uh, again... He's not a new player. Right. But this was his breakout on the international stage. Right. For, for so keep, keep in mind, last year, like, I had Pepidai as number one, even though he's been playing forever. Right, of course. Yeah, yeah. breakout, breakout kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for a long time, people from Brazil have been saying that we need to watch Keoma. Mm -hmm. And it's been rare that we've been able to get a chance. I mean, I've seen him on streams a few times. Literally a few. Right. Until, mm -hmm. like, this year. Um... But, man, when he beat Haitani, like, you could see that he was super strong. <laughs> very, very strong. Yes. And then when he traveled and he got the Dreamhack and he beat Luffy and he got whatever place he got, some super far spot, um, everybody was like, oh, this is for real. You gotta really take this guy seriously. <laughs> uh, or wait, maybe it was the one before Dreamhack. I forget which tournament it was, but there, right, yeah, there right. were a couple in Europe. Mm -hmm. um, and then, of course, that the Capcom Cup. I mean, he showed up there and did better than most people who showed up, who we've known about for yep. a long time, mm -hmm. um, and have seen a lot of for a long time. Yeah, so. he didn't go 0-2 like Bon Chad or Nemo. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, yeah. yeah. So I, I, I have a lot of respect for that guy, mm -hmm. um, and I, I hope that we see a lot more of him. I know it's tough for him to travel, considering yeah. visa concerns. But, but he got it. That he was did the get cool it, thing. finally that got it. That was the cool thing, so... Um, my number one is Kaoma. Okay. So, one of the coolest... What's your number two? Uh, I did my number two. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, yeah, 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 okay. okay. My number oh, really? So you're... Okay. Yeah, yeah, right. my number one is Kaoma. Cool. My number cool. one. Cool. The coolest thing about it, too, was, you know, he's this great player, all this stuff. He was getting all this attention for Capcom Cup. And when he showed up to the Sony PlayStation experience, he was the biggest fighting game fan. 
like he walked up to Flo and was like, "Can I get a picture?" With you? <laughs> no, no, I don't no, Flo wasn't there. No. It was somebody who did you like? I had like a bunch of people tell me like him was like, "Can I take pictures with you?" Yeah. Oh, I think it might have been Joe or somebody like okay. that. But he was like, he was legit, just excited and happy yeah. to be there and everything like that. Super nice guy. For sure. So really, really cool. And then you know, just did awesome. And like I said, pixels, pixels away from sending Shen into losers bracket. And have him a Shen who finished third place. Keep in mind, right? So, pixels away from sending him to losers bracket. Kaomo, I mean, I was so happy to see him do well because a lot of people have been, you know, talking smack about Brazil when when Shushu came here and went zero and two and stuff like that. So I was really glad to see him blow up a awesome, bunch of people. Even though one of them was Snake Eyes in the first round, yeah. you know. But you know, Snake Eyes. Made it through the loser yeah. bracket, so it's okay. <laughs> I don't yeah. have to be salty about it. So yeah. Yeah. No, sure. no. I I was, I was conflicted in that match because I wanted them to both to win. <laughs> yeah. You know, mm -hmm. I thought that would have been cool either way. It was one of my most pained first round matchups at that event. That's funny. Sure. Yeah. That's funny. Um, I thought about saying Rising Thunder, but instead I said Tekken. Tekken. Oh, okay, Tekken okay, 7, okay, Tekken okay, okay. Um, I'm really excited for what that game might be able to do. It's not available in a wide sort of format across mm -hmm. much of the world yet, so I don't th really think that we can say, but certainly once it's out on console, it's supposed to come out for PlayStation this year. Um, and uh, look, that slowdown at the end of rounds, <laughs> even though that's like not that big of a deal, right? right but uh -huh. it just makes you think that the game looks so much cooler and like it's, it's so, so much hype. more exciting. <laughs> so hype. Yeah, and for a long time the, the criticism for Tekken was that it wasn't that exciting to watch mm -hmm. if you didn't know what was going on, but anybody can get hype, I feel, Yeah. at the end of a round when that happens. Yeah. Um, so, so sick. I just really want Tekken to do well. It oh, seems wow. so strange to me that Tekken is not one of the big three or four games, because it always was. Right. For a long time. And I, I really hope that this game can do it. Yeah. We'll see, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I 100% I, I agree. I, I think that that game, just, it just has so much potential next year, and they've made it easier for newcomer players and stuff like right. that. It's kind of like how I felt about Exert. I do feel like this game has this potential to really blow up next I agree. year. So. Okay. All right, all right. Well, do you want to take another break before we continue, or do you want to just keep going? Yeah, let's keep going. It's fine. Okay, yeah. okay no problem. So, <laughs> all right. Random, random select. select. So this is just stuff we want to mention. Yeah. This is just stuff we want to mention. Yeah. What's your number three? My number three. What is it? Um. Oh, I think I might have gotten something mixed up here. So why don't you go first while I sort this out? Oh, okay, okay. The list, the little list got. To okay, okay. Run over. If you if you can get it all working, then you can do like two in a row. Then How's okay, that? sure, okay. sure. Okay, so my number three. Um, I mean, kind of in that worst of category was, and I, I just felt like this was such a crucial thing that happened in the fighting game community, which was MKX's blunder, NetherRealm's mm. blunder. I, I mean, this is where I brought it up. This is where I wanted to mention it. Because yes. before that and Smash Wii U came out, notice I didn't say Brawl this time. Good work. Smash Wii U came out. I kept saying one, the, one, the games that can take down Street Fighter are Mortal Kombat and Smash Brothers. Smash Brothers Wii U is kind of on that path to do really well, right? It might not, it might not overtake Street Fighter, probably won't, but it's obviously succeeding. MKX, like you said, 
ECT was the number one. It was the last game. You know, a whole bunch of events. It was there the last game. And there was so much potential, but then the net code was terrible. The PC version, people couldn't play it. They canceled the 360 and the PS3 version when a bunch of people were like, I'm just going to wait for that one. I mean, Nether Realms literally just had this gold mine. I mean, just like, <laughs> I just want to say, like, the, the tighter they squeeze, the more star systems will slip through their fingers. You know, I mean, it literally, that's how it felt to me. They just, they had all this, all this, and they just didn't seal the, the, the holes properly, and all the sand just fell right out of, from under them. And the whole landscape of the fighting game community could be significantly different than it is had that not happened. I think so. I think so. For a while, I mean, even random streams were getting four or five digit viewers mm -hmm, for mm -hmm. a while. They had a Rip. tournament that was based on online play. All planned out before the game came out. ESL and their online doesn't work. Oh, God. I remember when it, at, the, uh, at the opening ESL, not the opening, even before the game came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that ESL tournament, we found out even before the public knew that there were going to be these online events mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and man i walked over to a couple of nrs guys and i was like guys it better be better than last time <laughs> it better be better than injustice and mk9 yeah and they were like eh. i mean i was talking to like the marketing reps yeah, like yeah, what yeah, do they uh -huh. they don't know they're right, the same right, 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 right. um yeah. basically so but yeah rip well did you get it sorted um, I didn't. I think I accidentally pasted over something, and I'm not sure what it was now. So I'm just going to skip on and try to think of something else. So, oh, okay. So, so number, you want to just do your number two Yeah, then? my number okay. two one is uh, shout-outs to FGC Media. Uh, this is something that you, that you <laughs> okay. sort of brought uh -huh. up earlier. Uh -huh. But I really wanted to address how happy I am that there are people who are writing about fighting games legitimately. Red Bull is a great one, but even on top of that, um, it just feels like when you read about a new game, when we've read about Street Fighter V, Mm -hmm. Right, IGN even, whatever. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They have competent people. <laughs> yes, okay. It's not the case okay, that you okay. have to read about the new brawler and the new beat-em-up. You never, never uh -huh. like, forever we were having to deal with this nonsense. And then the, 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 me the media guy using the character and just going, and then you hear Seth in the background going, wait, wait, walk over to me. Jump, jump, yes. jump at me. Yes. Jump at me so I can show you. Yes. Yeah, uh -huh. God, that was awful. I'm glad that that is over. <laughs> um, but it feels like all the, all the big... Uh, video game news outlets have mm -hmm. legit fighting game people who can really right, cover right. it. Um, Red Bull is a big one. Sure, you can have had a lot of good articles on it. Mm -hmm. um, the the videos from Red Bull as well. Um, Esteban's movie. Oh, that's coming uh, out soon. Coming yes. out soon. Mm -hmm. uh, it just feels like there's a lot of stuff now that you can pay attention to and not feel like they're just screwing around right. as you're reading it. You don't have to read stupid stuff anymore. That's great. <laughs> even even something that, that like is, it sounds so simple, but it was always such a stupid and frustrating thing for me to read about the new Street Fighter Brawler game. Or the right. new, the new uh, Tekken beat-em-up. People just yeah. don't understand. It was so I, crazy. But I, I, anyway, that time is over. Yeah, I'm actually really impressed. So you linked that article, that Forbes article earlier today yeah. uh, about you know the, the, the Activision MLG acquisition. And he was like, why do we need to be on TV? Who cares? And I'm just really surprised that, that a lot of these outlets do have really, really, the people that really understand it. You know, you'd think that the Forbes guy would be running like, there's some video games that people are playing, you know, but oh, this was a really, really well-written article that yeah. was there, so. Hey, look, video game people, we're in our 30s now, all right? <laughs> some, some of them are a little bit ahead of that. Right. 
but there are many of us in our 30s or 20s, etc. People who can write reasonably at this point, so and and want to read reasonable things right. and watch reasonable things too. So well, my number two. So I mean, again, you know, there's a lot of interest. There's a lot of great accomplishments in the fighting game community, right? And so one accomplishment from a player that I really, really did have to mention um, was that you can play a first to 10 and lose 0 and 13. <laughs> so you had it as one of the stories, I had it as one of the random selects, and obviously you can't go without mentioning Boy, that. Because in any 2015 retrospective, yeah, uh -huh. gotta it's, be in there. It, the the blow-ups are real. And I mean, Super real. Like I, I talked about already, it was just so cringeworthy. And, but, you know, at the same time, it's like... Like, I don't want to say I'm happy it happened because I feel bad for Carl, yeah. but I'm happy it happened, yeah. you know, because it's just a great story. It's just, it's, it's, it's a, it's a really neat story to have happen and it's just fun to talk about and it's something that we will remember for a very, very long time. Yes, so, we will, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, my number one is something you are already also sort of address. Okay. Excuse me. Uh, developers who care. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh -huh. it's nice to have developers who care. And when I mean who care, I don't just mean about the gameplay itself, because that's always been the case, but mm -hmm. um, I mean about the FGC and people who the people who are playing mm -hmm. and how they play. Right. Okay, so I'm thinking of Capcom doing good work on not only Capcom Cup, but also on SF5 Beta, making sure that the online works well. Mm -hmm. um, I'm thinking of Iron Galaxy building in, you know, combo assist mode for KI for right, people who are right. having trouble doing all the motions that you have to do uh, and coming out with very interesting characters and really paying attention to what the community says and, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, you know, Microsoft and them supporting uh, uh, the Killer Instinct Cup and, and whatever. Yeah, um, all those things. You know, Namco doing stuff for Tekken, like you said. Uh, and like even Arc Systems put gear on steam like even, <laughs> like even that right right right. like mm -hmm. that's i just i think that's great like i i feel like we're just finally this time where uh where you don't have to sort of just play the game and figure everything else out on your own mm -hmm. you know you can finally have the developers or publishers who are trying to make it so that you can play games in tournaments right right okay. sweet cool well this is the random select award ryan so my number one so now that we are going more esports, okay. Obviously, one of the things that we have to deal with is sponsorships now. Okay. Right? And I just wanted to give an award to the best product promotion <laughs> of the year. Okay. Vin Scully like weaving in sponsorship into commentary. Ah, uh, I see. Okay. I want to give a shout out to Holy Totinos. <laughs> Which was the greatest thing ever. <laughs> okay. That was such genius crafting and weaving in there. Oh, in uh, fact, yeah. <laughs> in fact, it was so good that I uh. decided that you do deserve a, an award. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I have an award here for you. I have. <laughs> no, I hear crinkling. Why? <laughs> My very own bag of Totinos. <laughs> Thanks, James. <laughs> For Mr. Ultra David for the Holy Totinos. Uh, so, so cute, so cute. 
Hey, they're even cheese. I All got right. the cheese flavor. There right. we go. So I'm looking for that U, but uh, I don't see it. All right. <laughs> that's, that's fine. So shout out. So that's my number one award to Mr. Ultra David for Holy Totinos. There you go. <laughs> So let's do personal resolutions. Okay, I guess I'll go first because I didn't have a third last time. Oh, okay, sure, um, no problem. Let's see. Number three. Play games that I like. Continue okay, doing that. Okay, okay. Continue doing that. Um, there have been times when I have tried to play just games that were new or that I was commentating. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I don't care about those games that much. Mm -hmm. And I'd often get back into them. That's how it's been. For a while, I hated Marvel, and I got <laughs> right, back into Marvel for yeah, a while, yeah. and now I like it. I like watching mm -hmm, it. Mm -hmm. um, Third Strike, even, I hated for a while, mm -hmm. but in fact, I got back into it because of the 2012 25th anniversary tournaments, right, and I had to right. like learn it again, and I did, and I was like, oh, I love this game. Mm -hmm. um, but it's nice to just keep on playing games that you do like to like sort of sustain yourself through games that you might mm -hmm. not love as much. Um, it, like, not that I have to play games, but like... I really enjoy traveling around and right, commentating, right, right. and like I'd like to do that. I, I, <laughs> I expect that I'll like SFI because so far I'm cracking out on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh, uh -huh. But you never know. You never mm -hmm. know. It might suck. Um, and it's gonna be the same with uh, other games. Who I expect that I'll like Tekken. Maybe I'll hate mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. Who knows? Right. But I'll always have Super Turbo and threes yeah. and whatever else to to back me up. So. Yeah. Shout out I mean, to old games. I kind of have a similar one, but it's more I guess kind of like what you did last year actually. Um, I want to learn more games. Uh, I, I felt like this past year, like Street Fighter was really the only fighting game that I really kept up with. I felt like I kind of dropped out in a lot of different ways. At first I was trying to keep up with Mortal Kombat, I didn't keep up with that and stuff. I've actually, this past uh, week or so, I've actually been doing a lot of KI studying. Mm. I've actually been reading up a lot. Of, dude, I'm, okay, let me also give a random shout out to Infilament. His oh, KI yeah. guy is ridiculous. Okay, I sick. mean, it's pretty much how I would have wanted to write an FAQ a long time ago with interactive stuff. Dang. I mean, he has a combo breaker in game, in the, the, the super combo breaker. You know how all the supers have five hits? Yeah. And so you have to break it with the three timing. Yeah. He has it so that every character super is there and you can play it and hit the space bar at the timing to practice breaking the timing for all the supers. In, in, in there. Dang. Yeah, he even has like, That's legit. like damage. Like if you click on damage, it'll rank all the characters in damage. It shifts all the graphs and then all the bars sort by themselves. It, dude, like there's just ridiculous stuff. I didn't know he programmed stuff like that. Yeah, That's there's amazing. just like ridiculous stuff on there. So um, I, I definitely want to learn chaos. Obviously, I want to learn as much Exert as I can. Sure. And when Revelator comes out, I mean, I'm obviously going to try to study up on it a lot before that comes out. But once Revelator comes out, hopefully. Um, I'll, Johnny will be able to get me really, really back into the game. I'm really interested in learning a lot more about Smash 4, about Tekken 7, if Uniel ST comes out this year, which, it, I mean, hopefully it does, because apparently it's going to be at that all-access, you know, tournament that's coming up in February. Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff. I, I want to get back into it because before we used to commentate a lot of different games. Yeah. Now it just feels like I, I really... Only, I, I wouldn't commentate other games because I don't feel qualified for it. And, and I really feel like I've kind of dropped off in that way. So I definitely want to get back into a lot of other games. I know what you mean in part because I feel like this year I only commentated Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat. Mm -hmm. um, 
which I, is not ideal. I just, mm -hmm. I want to be able to do more. Mm -hmm. That's all. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, time was I would do Marvel, and there was even a time when I was learning Blaze Blue, and I just didn't mm -hmm. keep that up. Mm -hmm. So that's definitely something to do as well. Okay. My number two, hang out with FGC folks more. <laughs> I just didn't do it, like, almost at all, the whole year. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Seriously. It would be, like, these Tuesday night things, and then I would see somebody in... Philadelphia, <laughs> who I hadn't seen in Southern California right, for half right. a year. Mm -hmm. I just think that's pretty silly. Yeah. So uh -huh. I, I want to do a better job of okay. hanging out with folks and keeping in, in contact. Yeah, I mean, that's my just life. That's your life one? Yeah. That's my life one, because I mentioned on Twitter before that I, I hermited myself this yeah. last year, and I kind of want to get away from that. I want to get back into hanging out with people and trying to be more social and Dude, stuff like that. Dude, there's Henry in there saying, sing karaoke with us. I'll do it. I'll do, I'm terrible, but I'll, I'll do it. Why not? That sounds like a blast. Yeah, absolutely. So, All right. Okay, my number two resolution is I'm going to teach 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 this year okay i am i am dedicating myself to doing more first attacks this year nice because street fighter 5 is coming out i really really want to help this new generation of fighting game players that's going to crop up in learning this game and in, in trying to keep them in there and i want to do it in a way too that it's not just like here's street fighter 5 here's how to play street fighter 5 it's going to be like here's street fighter 5 here are the things about it but here are these other fighting games, too, that you can apply these things to. You know what I mean? And so I, I really want to make sure that I, I really work hard this year to teach people. I really want to address the newcomers this year. And that's definitely something that I really, really want to focus on. That sounds good. Mm -hmm. yeah, that sounds good. Um, my number one is uh, improved commentary and business. Mm -hmm. um, I still feel like I can improve a lot in commentary, mm -hmm. and I think I can do a better job, and probably in most particular, of being uh, more varied. Okay. Um, in in diction and in uh, just sort of like how I'm acting, maybe. Um, but on top of that, as I mentioned before, also, and you mentioned, uh, more games. Mm -hmm. uh, so I want to do all of those things, but I also want to do more of the delayed hyper commentaries that I put up on YouTube yeah. sometimes. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Those um, are cool. Especially, shout outs, Cooperation Cup coming up for Third Strike mm -hmm. on the 10th. And uh, that's going to be a blast. So I'm looking forward to that and, and seeing if I can do a sort of delayed hyper commentary afterward mm -hmm. on it. Uh, all those things. But on the business side too, I want to be a little bit more proactive about trying to find, um, you know, tournaments and potential yeah. sponsors for this shindig that we have going mm -hmm. and all those things. So. Okay, cool. Yay, business. Yeah, well, you mentioned improving commentary. I should give you, like, a thumbtack or something so that every time I say stuff like and such like that or, okay. or yeah. if I say, we'll you know, you can stab me in the leg so I can stop doing That sounds like, like a blast. <laughs> <laughs> I just got to keep thinking about it. Uh, my number one, I have intentionally left blank. Hmm. Um... Because I just I'm in this weird position right now. I, I know I've talked to you about it, mm. but like I'm trying to figure stuff out, and what I need to do for the fighting game community may change drastically depending on how I decide to okay. carry out my 2016. Let's I, just put I see. It that way. I see. Okay. So honestly, I don't know what the number one will be. 
So I'm, I, I know I'm being super vague to people. That's quite but, vague. You know, but uh, yeah, I'll hopefully be able to figure out a lot more stuff. I'm, I'm, look, I'm old enough to have a legit midlife crisis, okay? <laughs> this is a legit mid, when I'm saying I'm going through a midlife crisis, this is legit midlife crisis. And there's not a coincidence that it's happening this year because this is a very significant right. age change for me. Right. So, uh, <laughs> So for sure, um, yeah, I, 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 I just need to figure stuff out. I need to figure stuff out. And once I do, then I'll, I'll let you know what my, my number one is. So. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, yeah. yeah. Well, I hope, I hope it works out, whatever yep. you uh, plan on doing, man. Mm -hmm. um, okay. Well, I guess that's it for our review of 2015. Yeah, yeah. I, I know you wanted to mention something about, you know, stories to watch or things that you think can potentially happen in 2016. And had I more time to think about it, I think that would have been a cool category. Right. Um, was there anything in particular you wanted to mention? You know, I didn't create a full list for that because we decided not to do the whole thing. But, um, yeah, I think the, probably the biggest thing for me to watch is which games we'll be, be playing in... Mm -hmm. Maybe not six months, but maybe nine months. Oh, interesting. Well, it's just that Evo's going to have to pick its games pretty soon. Mm -hmm. And so the the list of games that will be played in like big tournaments is probably going to be like mostly decided by the end of this month or whenever they announce right, their right, games right, for right. Evo. Mm -hmm. But those games aren't always the ones that survive until the second half of the year. So I'm really interested to see which ones we play in nine months. Are we still going to be playing Ultra Street Fighter Four mm -hmm. in nine months? Which sort of Arxis game are we going to be playing? I mean, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> or is Undernet going to be out? Are we going to be playing that instead? Or, or what? Mm -hmm. well, you know, what anime uh, or, or Air Dasher? Is Killer Instinct going to grow? Because right. it might. That's right, because it's coming out on PC. Yeah, it's coming out on PC. Um, and that might really do a good job of, of pumping it up. And, you know, the combo assist mode might help people out. I mean, that's I really think that that's something to watch. Is Tekken going to make a comeback? Mm -hmm. there's, I feel like there's all these questions, and I don't really know. I assume that we're going to be playing Street Fighter V, but maybe the game sucks. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's a possibility. Uh -huh. Maybe it cross Tekken's itself. Right. Who right, knows? Right. So I really think that all that stuff is is up in the air in a way that it's is more of a question mark this year than mm -hmm. in most years. Even though in some recent years we've had lots of fighting game releases, it feels more like a question mark to me this time yeah. than, uh, than in years past. I've said that 2016 is very much a make or break kind of year. And a lot of that does have to do with Street Fighter V. Now, I don't think Street Fighter V is the pariah of fighting games. You know, I don't think it's going to be the game that, you know, makes us successful or whatever like that. Or, But it's just, it plays a more important role than any other game right now because it is in the forefront. Capcom Cup is making the most news and headway. And um, it's a brand new game coming out. It's the most recognizable franchise. If you go to people on the streets and you ask them, do you know who Kazuya and Heiachi are? If you ask them, do you know who Soul and Chip are? Or if you go up to them, do you know who Ryu and Chun-Li are? You know, not a lot of people are going to know Ryu and Chun-Li, but definitely more are going to know those two characters than all the other ones, yeah. right? So there, Street Fighter V is definitely um, in that position to really kind of break us through the next level. I don't expect it to be the game that's going to make the fighting game community succeed. I just... I just imagine it as the game that can break this current barrier that we're at. You know what I mean? Because we're, like you said, we're esports. We're now. already esports. Right. We've hit this transition period and we need to 
hit this transition period hard and fast, basically. And Street Fighter V is the one that can take us through that, that wall as strong as possible. Now, what game does everything afterwards? Who knows, right? It could be Smash, right? It could be, who knows, what if Exert becomes super popular because it was on ESPN first, right? I mean, who knows what will happen. Yeah. But for me, Street Fighter V is the wrecking ball that will get us into that next section. And so this upcoming year is, is, is such a crucial year. It's a year that I expect many more people to join the FGC in. Because mm -hmm. that's what happened with Street Fighter Five or Street Fighter Four. Right. And maybe it's not a perfect analog to this situation, but... I do think that there will be a significantly increased number of entrants mm -hmm. for SF5. And like with 4, I expect that that will filter out to other games. Mm -hmm. A lot of people picked up 4 who ended up being Marvel players or NRS players or whatever. They switched to other games once they right. found out about the scenes. Mm -hmm. And I think that that would... I think that will probably happen with, with Street Fighter mm -hmm. Five. But yeah. we'll and, and again, Street Fighter Five could... <laughs> NRS itself as well and, totally have, and have really bad netcode. What right? if the netcode's terrible? Right. What if the PC release is garbage? I mean, right. these things are unlikely because they've been having an open beta. Right, yeah, that's And true. I know that during that open beta, at one point I played against somebody who was ranked like 55,000th, mm -hmm, which mm -hmm. maybe means that there were 55,000 people playing, <laughs> which is a lot more people than were playing in like the private server tests for MKX. Before that game came out, there were people who, were st who said, oh yeah, I played a server test or whatever, uh, and it was great, but there were like, you know. Yeah, there was no traffic. Nobody, yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, 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 so it, that seems unlikely to me for SF5, but you never know. Yeah, someone asked that question as well. It's an important question. What if story mode and single player content is garbage in Street Fighter V? It's going to be garbage. Right. Fact. And, and, and Expect it to be garbage. Right. So that could also hurt a lot of casuals as well, which is why I definitely want to go the teaching route and why I really want to help people. Like, I want I want it so that if you go to YouTube and search how do I play Street Fighter V, that a definitive video that says how do you play yeah. Street Fighter V comes up. And that's what I kind of want to do. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would love it if it had a better single player mode mm -hmm. like SF5. I mean, sorry, like MKX. And in some case, in, in some sense, I feel like maybe I'm being too harsh about MKX because definitely the priority for them was to have the single player stuff, mm -hmm, which mm -hmm. they did a great job on. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the better, you know, single player story modes. Not just story mode, but like the crypt underneath. They, yeah. All that stuff was awesome. Dude, I actually cracked out on job. the crypt. Yeah, I did too, actually. Yeah, I thought all that stuff was good. Uh -huh. But it's definitely not the priorities that lead to it being a successful game in competitive play. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. Well, the gameplay was fine. That's not the issue. Anyway, we've mm -hmm. already talked about what the issues are. Yeah. Um, you know, I remember what my random select award third place oh, was. Oh, okay, okay. It's that I feel like we're uh, growing up. Um, oh. Yeah, and, okay. and that was sort of supposed to go in with, like, the media and so yeah, forth. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. I feel like the scene is, and, and it's not all old people, obviously, in the scene. There's plenty right, of people in their right. teens and early 20s, but the scene as a whole, I feel like, is doing a much better job at maturing. We're, like, mm -hmm. tackling internal problems better, mm -hmm. and we're uh, running better tournaments, and we're, we're now the people who are involved with the development of games and with the... Yeah advertising of games and all of those things and um i think that's pretty great i'm really happy about that yeah i'm really happy yeah. about that 
Because before, I mean, when you got to a certain age, you just left the fighting game community because right. there was just nothing left to do. Yeah. But now it feels like a lot of people are, are, are sticking around and everyone, a lot of people are doing a lot of great things for it. So. Yeah. Yep, for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. My my worst, can I just tell you what my worst would have been? If yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, sure, 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 sure. All right, all right. So number three would have been uh, bad business, like with EGL Dallas ending, ending up not paying uh, out. Yeah. There are still... Things like that that happens sometimes. It still happens every now and then. Mm-hmm. What was the what was the name of Kazunoko's team that he was on oh, for like a month? Zeveron. That sounds right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sucked. Uh, I mean, uh, there are there are a few things like that. So that sucked. Right. Number two would have been thirteen and zero. Yeah. <laughs> no, number one would have been the death of the Xbox One as a fighting game uh, <laughs> console. <laughs> it's dead. <laughs> there was only one hope, and it's moving. Yep. And yeah. to, a, to another platform, which means it might finally get players. Exactly. That is not a good sign, yes. Exactly. Yes. I mean, dude, I was on stream recently uh, when I was on testing it, and I started talking about the Xbox One, and everyone was so surprised at how negative I got, because I'm usually all, like, try to be positive, dude. <laughs> like, seriously, that thing is my Netflix and my Twitch viewer for my TV. That's all it is, which I can replace with a Chromecast. That's what I use. Just yeah. like that. Yeah. Just like that. For, Chromecast for a gone. tenth of the price. Literally. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I have to use it for something. Also, to be honest with you, Tomb Raider is exclusive on it for... Well, actually, it's coming out on the PC soon, so that exclusivity didn't last very long. It is my Rock Band machine, and I can play Ori the Blind Forest on PC as well. Yeah. So, yeah, okay, There's it's Rock Band. It's my Rock Band, rock band Netflix. Machine. I'm not saying it's a bad console in general. I feel like there are... I don't even know. Maybe there are games for it. I'm not sure, but... It's not. It's not a fighting game console in this no, generation. No, it's done. Which is so sad because the 360 was that the was most, the one. Like I, I bought all these old school fighting games like Garou and Samurai Showdown two because I just wanted it to be my fighting game in a box. Sure. sure. And, and and yeah, the Xbox One just did not continue that legacy. Yeah, as I was saying, I'm sure there are games for it. It's not a bad console. I was like. Cuphead. Actually, yeah, right. Cuphead. Oh, but that's coming out on PC as well, I think. Is it also? It it probably is. Yeah, so... Oh, no, wait, I think you're right. Yeah, Yeah. so if that's the case, then yeah. See, because that's that's the thing. If there are games, it's not that it's devoid of games. It's that when it has games, you can also play it on the PC. Right, exactly, so... (sighs) Rip. Yep. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, was there anything else, or did you want to just... Uh, call it a night, and then next week we continue again. You know, before we call it a night, let me let me bring something up here. Let me bring up the um, FGC calendar so we can talk about anything that's coming up this weekend. Mm. <clears throat> because uh, I definitely don't want to miss that. I don't want to miss that on important This weekend things. is the Cooperation Cup. As you mentioned, oh, yeah, and we should also mention this week is also Awesome Games Done Quick. Oh, yeah. Why are you watching us? Thanks. I, I appreciate it. But <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Sorry, nice of you. <laughs> but awesome games done quick. I haven't had a chance to watch any of it yet. Really? Yeah. Because remember, I can't get Twitch at my work, which is really a, a bummer on it. So, that And sucks. then when I come home, I want to watch some archives. I actually want to watch the... Um... <laughs> I just saw that. Oh, it's already so awesome. a meme. Yeah, it's a meme now. Okay. I, I really wanted to watch the Splatoon 1 player speedrun. Oh, it was sick. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, dude. Oh, I can't wait. Okay. Yeah, it was cool. Okay. That was That's what it started with. Yep. Mm-hmm. That was the first game up. 
So this weekend has the Co-op Cup. Like you said, that begins at 7 p.m. on Friday. So there's a pre-cooperation cup tournament, which oh, is, is I think what you're oh, talking okay. about. That's on Friday. Oh, you're right. It is the pre pre one. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, and then on Saturday is going to be the, the four, actual yeah, 14th the... Cooperation Cup with a ton of teams. Nice. Okay. Uh, uh, Street Fighter Three Third Strike. Apparently, there's also CEO Winter. Well, actually, hang on Wait, a second. What, what was the? Yeah, Cooperation Cup is going to be streamed on Twitch.tv/GameNewton. There you go. So definitely check that out. Same thing with the pre-event as well. It's going to be streamed on the same thing. Uh, CEO Winterfest is taking place this weekend as well. This is in Orlando, Florida, of course. This will be streamed on twitch.tv slash CEO Gaming. They will have Ultra Street Fighter 4, UMVC3, MKX, KI, and Guilty Gear, Exerd on there. Again, that's twitch.tv slash CEO Gaming. <coughs> <coughs> Excuse me. What the heck is this? There's an event called Fraud's Garden. That's funny. That's taking place in Virginia, it looks like. Okay. Um, it's all anime event. Uh, all anime event will be on twitch.tv slash F underscore swipes. Right. So uh, it'll be Exerd sign uh, with a $150 pop bonus, uh, BBCE. Uh, Uniel, Persona 4, Dengeki, Bunko, uh, Fighting Climax, Ignition, Skullgirls, Encore, Melty Blood, Actress Again, Current Code, plus Guilty Gear Plus R, and Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3, of course. which is an anime game. That's right. <clears throat> um, see, what else do we have here? We have something called the Tokai Cup that is taking place, I'm assuming, in Japan. It's in Nagoya. Uh, Virtua Fighter. It's a Virtua Fighter uh, five-on-five team tournament at Club Sega. It is going to be on twitch.tv slash Bay, which is T-O-K-A-I-B-A-Y. So that's another thing that's coming up. And then also, let's see what else here. There's an uh, NVC ranking battle. This might just be a weekly, actually. Yeah. It's uh, ST? Uh, yes, yeah. ST GameSpot Versus, which is on twitch.tv slash game underscore versus. Okay. So, there you go. So that's the events coming up this weekend, so definitely check those out. Um, I will try to do something to make our title card less sportsy, I guess. Yeah. I'll, I'll come up with a different background material or something. Because I was just thinking the other day. I pay attention so much less to sports now than I did even a year ago, mm -hmm. which even at that point was already less than I had in the past. So if you guys are wondering what we're talking about, this is Look the at that. Card. So that's supposed to be a center ice, right? Yeah, because uh, I just felt like it was totally unfair that it was so basketball-y and, and, and not enough hockey. So right, I do, I do dislike hockey. basketball, it's true. Um, Uh-oh, did our thing crash? Please tell me our thing didn't crash. Can people in the chat still hear us? Can people in the chat still hear us? Can people in the chat still hear us? Did this really... Oh, there, what the heck just happened? That was so weird. Okay. <coughs> I have no idea. I have no idea what Yeah, we're, we now hear that you guys could hear us. Unfortunately, yeah. there's a big delay. Yeah, okay. Even though we have selected the less delay option in Twitch. But, you know, yeah. it's, it's awesome not perfect. Stuff, so... Not perfect. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, man, I didn't watch any bowl games for football, uh, even though Cal was playing in one. Isn't that weird? I really wanted to watch Kobe's last season. Then the season started. 
and I was like, I can't watch this. <laughs> I heard that they're undefeated in 2016. They did win three in a row, but they played Golden State today. Oh. I don't know what the result is, oh, but they I'm got hammered, pretty, pretty sure they got blown up because yeah. Stephen Curry is just, he's not human. He's not human. I should just say this to Spawn of Odd. Uh, I'm not playing on PC as Ultra David. You did not play against my Geef or my Hakan. How weird that whoever plays as Ultra David plays my exact characters. Nobody plays Geef and Hakan. Well, that's why they're doing it, you know, right? Shoutouts so, to whoever that is for being yeah. a pretty good imposter. It's the same guy. Because yeah. whenever he plays as me, he uses Cami all the time. Right. That's he, a very wide breadth of characters. He's also played as Liquid Knuckledoo. He's played as... With Kyle, right? Yeah, yeah. He's played as a bunch of different people, so... Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. Lakers lost by 21. Yep, All right, Rip. Well, is that about it for tonight? I guess we'll talk about actual stories and stuff next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll because there's back to some that. stuff to talk about over yeah, the past yeah, couple weeks. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So, uh, but yeah, we'll come back and again, uh, we'll keep trying to do stuff to keep, you know, improving the, the show and everything like that. If you have any suggestions or any comments, uh, follow us on Ultra Chen TV on Twitter and let us know. Okay, thanks a lot for watching, everybody. We'll All see right. you next time. Peace.